Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back, you. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, Steve. Uh, yes, hey, Donna. I just want to make sure you're still there. Let's hit it. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Hi, everyone. Hey, Steve. It's me, Steve. And I want to tell you about something that you can listen to. Okay. Now, I listened to half of it yesterday. Then the car ride was over, but I'm going to listen to the other half yeah, when I get like back. Just like you were going to watch the rest of Fargo. In the car. Mm-hmm. T- hey, Donna, don't <laughs> undercut. Wow. All right, let me explain why that's a cheap shot. <laughs> why? Reba McIntyre has reunited with her good pal, Minnesota native Melissa Peterman, on their new podcast called Living and Learning with Reba McIntyre. Melissa Peterman is her... Her, uh, the Ed McMahon to her mm-hmm. Johnny Carson. The, uh, what's the guy on Fallon's name? Steve Oh, Higgins? he's funny. Very yeah, funny. I'd go with that. She's like a Steve Higgins in that way. Ed McMahon just, ha, had a guffaw. Whereas Steve Higgins, Melissa is just very naturally funny. Um, she and Reba, I listened to, it's, uh, again, Living and Learning with Reba McIntyre. I believe it's exclusively on Spotify. Like, Apple has the intro episode, but Spotify is where all of their new episodes are. Are coming out. Spotify's really trying to expand their podcast offerings. They just mm. recently uh, snatched up Joe Rogan. Um, he's now over at Spotify. I believe that was a one hundred million dollar deal. Whoa! Some of their guests include Dolly Parton on Living and Learning with Reba, uh, Jane Fonda, Karamo Brown, Kristen Chenoweth, Leslie Jordan, and Glennon Doyle. Um, I Melissa posted on Instagram the other day, and you know this is right up Steve Pruderson's alley. She said their latest episode, the topic was faith. And I was like, well, great. Let me let me go hear this conversation. She was getting a lot of great comments in her post that she put out there. And uh, let me say this just about how they have the podcast set up. If you love Reba McIntyre, you're going to love this podcast. If you love Melissa Peterman, you're going to love this podcast. Oh, good. The, 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 the repartee between those two is really good. And their friendship shines through. And the timing is really good. It, it feels like it's, it feels well-produced. Some podcasts, somebody's like, hey, I got a new podcast. You ever hear like a podcast commercial when you're listening to a podcast? Yes. And then they're like, hey, I'm, I'm Jim and I got this new podcast. If you like sports, you're like, are you doing this in a van? Where is this happening? <laughs> Theirs sounds very professional, oh, well-produced and all that, which I love. But they had a really, uh, they had an interesting conversation with, there's a uh, an author, blogger, 
speaker named Annie Downs, who has a book called 100 Days to Brave. She's on the first half. And then this, the back half of their uh, episode on faith is a conversation with Donna. You know, I love Lauren Daigle, mm-hmm. um, who is sort of like a crossover. She auditioned on American Idol years ago um, and then found success on like the pop Christian charts and now yeah. just has success on mainstream radio. So they had just started that conversation when I had to get out of the car. But it was a it was a refreshing, like just different. It felt different than a lot of podcasts are one person and then bring on the the quasi expert, the entrepreneur, or whatever it might be. The celebrity. Whereas this feels a little um, different. And, you know, having Reba at the helm is, you know, you can tell that, at least from what I experienced yesterday, the guests are like pumped to be on that podcast with the Reba McIntyre. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So I okay. was, uh, again, it's called Living and Learning with Reba McIntyre. Um, new episodes on Spotify, but the fabulous Melissa Peterman is on it and it's great. And they both just seem so kind and warm. And even on their conversation regarding faith, you could tell that there were different perspectives that were coming to the table. Um, but it was, it was, you know, an interesting sort of cocktail of, oh, what about this? What was this like for you? And, uh, I, I liked it. I liked it. Okay. Good to know. Now, are you going to finish this so that you don't have to be embarrassed again in front of Melissa? Okay. I was trying to dodge that. All right. Oh, again. Oh, Dawn, you don't know this. I started the movie Fargo years ago. Oh, okay. And, uh, admitted that I have never finished it. And which means I never even got to the part where Melissa Peterman plays hooker number two. Uh-huh. And she's a frequent guest when she's uh, in town. We love having her on Twin Cities Live. She's co-hosted uh, multiple times. She's oh. just one of our favorites. Uh, and so every I time just assumed that you I just... update her that I haven't finished Fargo yet. So that was the joke. I assumed that he wouldn't finish the podcast either. I I'm gonna see. Finish it. I'm going to finish it. And someday I'll finish Fargo. I'll have to restart it because I don't have a clue what goes on in that Fargo movie. is a very good movie. That's what, I know. I had friends I had friends write me a list like 15 years ago. You need to watch these 10 movies. Yeah. And I think I watched like three. And if you're just going to watch like a handful of Coen Brothers movies, that definitely should be included. Is it that and Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Are those the two I should I've watch? never seen that one. Oh, oh gosh. Is that good, Don? Love it. You will fall in love with George Clooney. He is so... Goofy? Goofy, charming, dapper Dan, hairstyling. He's all about his hair. It's hilarious. I could hmm. put that on the list, too. Yes. We should just keep a list, like, on our website. On our website, the running list. <laughs> to hold us accountable. The Don and Steve Ooh, list. Oh, I don't want to be held accountable. That's the thing. You know, just because you say it doesn't mean you're going to do it. I have it in my phone. And when Clooney comes up, Don, okay. have you seen the fantastic Mr. Fox? No, I haven't. It's really great. It's Isn't that great. a cartoon? It's stop motion. It's a Wes Anderson movie. Bill Murray is in it. George Clooney is in it. Meryl Streep is in it. Need I say more? Nope. It's very well done. The The, the stop motion animation is great. It's one of the coziest movies. And what I really like is, I think it's PG, and so it's safe for kids, but there's humor for adults all throughout it. And anytime that they would go to swear, where they would normally swear, yeah, they just say the word cuss. <laughs> cuss. So many times, are you cussing with me? Don't you cuss with me? 
cuss? It's very cute. Oh, that's cute. Very funny. Very I, Wes That's Anderson. like one of the only Wes Anderson movies I haven't seen because I really do like him. Again, Bill Murray, George Clooney, Meryl Streep, Jason Schwartzman. Oh, I do oh Jason yes. It's great. Okay, what's it called again? The Fox the, and the, the Hound? The Fabulous. The, fantastic. No, okay. The Fantastic. Fantastic Mr. Fox. The Fantastic Mr. Fox. One of Mr. my favorite Fox. movies in the world of animation. And then, oh, brother, and, where art thou? And while you're writing stuff down, also write down The Little Prince. Oh. Jeff Bridges is in it. I have the book. And the movie was really, really well done. Very cozy. And I it makes love me want to cry. Jeff Bridges. Love. Okay. And then that other one that I'm never going to watch, you guys. I'm not going to lie. Inception? Yeah. It's no, so Donna, boring. no. Donna. It's, it's all like. No, you haven't even tried it. We are so different. I, it's so exciting. I don't You're, know. Like the first 15 minutes, I'm like, what is this? You did exactly what, what I told about? you not to do. Okay. Don't try to figure it out. Experience it. Turn your brain off. Do what you do the rest of the day. <laughs> don't start thinking suddenly when you're watching a movie hey hey you hey we gotta go hey don next time you see donna yeah shove her into the wall <gasps> she just by the way <laughs> oh did that just happen uh, no yes, so so um i had a problem i don't know if i did i say it on the air yes yesterday okay. you said I, that i was looking in the mirror so i missed it <laughs> yeah i bumped my face into the glass looking oh. out the window with the snow oh, yes, like in the control room yeah you said that during the show yesterday so donna just did it like 15 minutes I ago forgot something in my car and i was like i should lock the door to my car through and, the window, yeah. And so I was like, hey, Dawn, what's that trick again? You put the fob under your chin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I tried that, and as I was walking to see my car, I just went, clunk. And I wow. went, oh, that hurts. It's we got to get one of those bird reflector stickers up <laughs> it's there. It's because it's like triple-paned glass, <laughs> and it's so weird that there's a weird depth problem where you feel like the window is way further away than it is. I miss that window. That's the window I used to sit in front yeah. of, and Donna only I was backlit, so Donna yep. only saw me as the Slender Man shadow. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. I haven't sat in that chair since March. Oh, I know. It's so sad. By the way, our Facebook question today is, um, the what was the moment you realized you were old? Feels I like think you guys I have could... a couple recent entries. <laughs> you guys are acting like Blue Jays all of a sudden. <laughs> I know, you guys. All right, when we come back, let's talk a little, uh, let's talk a little football, shall we? And right. also, I have a tip. If you plan to allow trick-or-treaters to come to your house... Okay. On Halloween, okay? We'll get to all of that coming up next. Steve was saying something, and what was that, Steve? Hey, Steve. Make sure I'm not in too deep. <laughs> Do you think the vocal teacher was like, great, just like we rehearsed? Uh-huh, yeah. You know why you don't hear music from that person anymore? Yeah. Because they don't have vocal cords anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Waking up your just doing that for six yeah. seconds. Very difficult. Hashtag warrior. Wow. It's like good old Capaldi. He's the same. Uh, Lewis with Lewis a W. No, hey, what? What? Because of the W, you don't yes. you don't trust him? What is that all about? <laughs> it's just a different way to spell it. <laughs> you could do O U or you could just do a W. <laughs> Let's talk football. Oh, boy, here we go. No, listen. This is just some basic info, okay? Okay. Because everybody loves the Super Bowl. The league is struggling to fit games in each week, right? And it's being Mm -hmm. forced to adapt on the fly with, like, outbreaks and things like that. 
So there's no real plan in place by the NFL about what might happen if a major outbreak occurs. But, you know, flu season hits the hardest about this time of the year, right? Yeah. Nobody knows for sure what that means for coronavirus. So anywho, there's a new report that says playing Super Bowl 55 in March is a real possibility. Wow, that'd be weird. Um, It would be weird. But probably necessary. But that's a worst case scenario. Because that would mean the league would need to add an additional, what, four to five weeks in order to complete the season. Mm. And it would have to mean that outbreaks were occurring at alarming rates. So just wanted to give you the heads up, okay? They're they're still resisting as long as possible to tacking on like an 18th week wow. into the season. By the way, Thursday night football tonight. Giants. Anyway, that's my story there. Also, Washington, the Washington football team. Steve, you probably already know this. They yeah. may remain nameless next season as well. Right. Because I guess it's pretty hard to actually adapt a new or adopt a new name, right? And get all the steps that are necessary, get approval on the name, get the uniforms. Yes. So next year, it's just going to be too fast for them to go through all of that. So they you just want to know what I heard? The Washington football team. What, Steve? I heard that there was a guy. This is a rumor. This is from my brother-in-law. This is a poorly oh, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hey, yeah, it's Go a ahead. poorly sourced story. I grant you that, but interesting. That a guy after there was word that the Washington football team was going to be ditching their previous name, went out and gobbled up all these trademarks for these different team names. Oh, that's smart. And is getting his squat on. And right now, the Washington management ownership is working through some of these things because maybe they're like, oh, we would have been like to have called the Washington blanks. Oh, but that guy's squatting on it. What about this? So that's part of the reason for the delay, according to my brother-in-law. Okay, so when you say squatting, do you mean like... Eating up the website, mm-hmm. like a website yeah. with his name, and then getting and just all doing the, the trademark. trademark. Like you can't make a the shirt. Trademarks. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty smart. Ugh, I don't like people like that. It's like people that hoard toilet paper. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. I do have a lot of toilet paper, though. I'm not going to lie. Oh, Donna. But I Ooh, always wow. buy you only have in one bulk. butt, Donna. She doesn't yeah. know me. <laughs> you have a no, double but butt. I always. Yeah, it's a double butt. You're right. I've always just gotten my toilet paper at Costco. I don't buy it anywhere else. Never. I'm, have. I'm talking about the people at the beginning of the pandemic yeah. Who, yeah. where you could not find toilet paper. Right. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Because people were... And then they're selling it on the side of the road. Or they're, yeah, they're just, yeah, hoarding I, it in their bunkers. I probably have a couple cases, though, I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. You know... 
And then and I remember paper it was towels too. A little difficult <laughs> then for families of like uh, there was a woman who had like seven kids. Mm-hmm. She was like, guys, I'm just trying to like get toilet paper, and we like for to get week. like two of these when we're here, so we don't have to come back. But it's people like Donna who ruined it for the rest of <laughs> but us. I'm not because you were because of the pandemic. I just that's how I normally shop. You're the problem. Because those are the things that you're always going to need. So those are the things that I stock up on. The things that. I'm never going to be like, why did I buy so much tuna? You know, I you're buying things that your body actually needs to have. Well, because of people like you, we had to okay. adopt in our house the every other time policy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the corn cob policy. <laughs> Ew. Remember that woman who, wasn't there a woman who was like using, it's a thing. Like you use the same Yes, towel or towels. Cloth. Yeah, yes. family cloth. I don't like that. Well, that's what we're gonna have to do if you keep. Yeah, if you keep doing it. Okay. Then Look smash at, cut. I thought this was a safe place. Eight oh. months from now, I got someone who's like, oh, who was? Oh, Grayson, you were just in here. Okay, so you start to learn each other's patterns, <laughs> everything. Yeah. Donna, you. Are the reason I was being vulnerable. Society, <laughs> I'm not hoarding. Is devolving. It. I swear I'm not hoarding. I'm just doing my regular shopping. Anyway, purple pumpkins are going to be on porches across the island. What, what are those? This Halloween, uh, they're doing this on Long Island, I guess. They're putting um, purple pumpkins in your window. Yeah. Okay. So you can like get a coloring book with a pumpkin. You can color it purple. That will indicate that you can feel safe trick or treating at your home. Oh. So that means that the person answering the door will be wearing a mask, will be distributing individually wrapped candies, will be maintaining the proper sanitary conditions under COVID. Mm. You're telling them you're safe to trick or treat here. Okay, so I love that. There you go. Ding, dang, diggly do. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, do you want to play a game now? Uh, yep, you're gonna do. What it. was that? <laughs> I just heard no. Or oh, what the hell is on Joey's head? Yes, I do want to play. Here's the number you can call: six five one six hundred and forty one one thousand seventy one. Digging the base. 651-641-1071. One more time. 651 College of Pop Culture Knowledge is the game. Bet on me, bet on Donna. If you bet right, you win a prize. Bet on Donna. She sucks at this game. We're coming right back. <laughs> Let us play a game. Time to go to college. College, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Don McLean. I want to see how smart you are. With a score of 86 for Steve and 67 for Donna Valentine, we are playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, a game we play every day here on the Don and Steve Show at 1030. We have Ron on the line. Hi, Ron. (laughs) Oh, dang it. Donna, how are you? How are you doing, bully Steve? Picking on Donna, you pick on your brother, you pick on everybody, but you don't ever look in the mirror. Uh-oh. Hey, ho. Oh, yeah, Ron's already coming, oh, coming hot. <laughs> oh, Lord. Shot out of a cannon. If Ron ever saw me, the only way I would know it was Ron 
was when I probably woke up in a hospital. Oh, my. Yeah. I bet that must have been Ron butt. who said, hello. <laughs> oh, why do you got to be a boy to everybody? Does it make you feel better? Yep. Oh, wow. Sure does. Oh, geez. Here goes Ron. I'm okay. sorry, Ron. He's calling from where, Ron? Minneapolis. Hell. He's calling from Minneapolis, 425,000-some-odd population there. (laughs) If you had to eat the same thing every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Steak. Hey, I like steak, too, Ron. He said steak. You guys have so much in common. Yeah, we're best friends. That's why. Yeah, but I've heard your talents on trying to smoke a brisket, and you can't do it. Oh, boy. He's got a lot of details. Wow. All right. Okay, today's topic on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. The first two people hung up. I even told them that, right, Ron? (laughs) Yes, ma'am. If you see here, if it's ringing and ringing, give me a second, people. All right? Okay, so today's topic is uh, which shocking event happened first? I'm going to give you a pair of shocking pop culture events. You tell me which one came first. So, Ron, it comes down to you. Who do you think knows more about? I don't care. I only take Donna because he's he's not nice. Okay. Okay, Steve, go away. Bye, Steve. And have some relief from Ron for a second. We'll get through this game. And we'll give... uh, Now, uh, be quiet in the background while Donna answers, and then we'll help her at the end. Okay, Ron? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Now, the timer's going to start after I ask the first question. Are you ready, Donna? Yes, I am. Okay, the topic, once again, which shocking event happened first? I'm going to give you a pair of shocking pop culture events, and you tell me which one came first. Okay. Question one. Eddie Murphy caught with a prostitute. Hugh Grant caught with a prostitute which came first um i bet it was eddie murphy question two whitney houston died or michael jackson died which one first michael jackson britney spears shaves her head or justin timberlake exposes janet jackson's nipple i think the soup Bowl came first. Okay. I think. I don't know, but um. Okay, Ron, do you have any insight on these? Did you hear anything she said that didn't seem right to you? I always trust Donna. Oh, great. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get Steve back in. Okay, I'm for having some a- uncomfortable banter. I have, um,. I'm having a problem with my phone. Oh, it you is are? typing okay. one letter per five seconds. Sure. Let me get my phone out here. You and... could just type hi okay, here. This is how we get see. Steve back. He is Donna and Steve. In a soundproof room as we speak. He cannot hear anything that we just talked about. And you sent it to both of us. Okay. Yep, that's fine. Got it. That's the only oh, one right. I have up. I don't text Steve just by myself. Oh, hey. You know, hi. That'd be weird, right? Hey, yeah. Don, hey, Don texted me this time. Though. Yeah. Don, his phone's on the fritz. Oh, no. I know. Okay, Steve, this one uh, is, once again, which shocking event happened first? I'll give you a pair of shocking pop culture events, and you tell me which one came first. Okay. Okay. The timer will start after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I think so. Okay, question one. Eddie Murphy caught with a prostitute, hmm. or Hugh Grant caught with a prostitute? Which uh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Okay. Question two. Whitney Houston died, or Michael Jackson died? Whitney Houston. Question three. Britney Spears shaves her head or Justin Timberlake exposes Janet Jackson's nipple? No. Um, I'm going to go 
Justin Timberlake first. And for the second answer, I actually want to say that Michael Jackson died first. Okay. Not Whitney. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, Ooh, wow. Righty. What a topic. Yeah. There's a game like this. Guys? It's called Chronicles, I think. Oh, oh really? Cool. Yeah, I played it at Christmas with my fam. Oh, That's nice. A, th- those are difficult ones, too. Okay, let's go through the questions and answers. Eddie Murphy caught with a prostitute or Hugh Grant caught with a prostitute? Which happened first? Donna said Eddie Murphy. Hmm. Steve said Eddie Murphy. The answer is Hugh Grant. Whoa. 1995 versus 1997. Oh, wow. Okay, so neither of you get a point. Question two. Whitney Houston died. Michael Jackson died. You both said Michael Jackson. You are correct. Yay. Michael was first in 2009, Whitney in 2012. Mm. Question three. Britney Spears shaves her head or Justin Timberlake exposes Janet Jackson's nipple in the Super Bowl. You both said nipple <laughs> super bowl the answer is nipple 2004 ah! versus 2007 which Bye. means we have a tiebreaker all right okay this isn't good for us now is this an audio question or no this is an audio question oh, it, is. it is um it says name this singer and this singer was murdered by his own father in 1984 marvin gay Whoa. donna valentine Whoa. Great. Yay, Ron. Much to Ron's delight. Ron's going to give me the t-shirt today. Yes, ma'am. You can have it. Oh, Ron, that's right. You don't even want the t-shirt. He just likes to keep us company. You got to keep Steve on his toes. That's because you and Don are the best and the other ding-dong were out. Ron, I'll, I'll miss you. I love it. Oh, you Ron. take care now, okay? Bye, Ron. Have Thank a good you. day. Try not to drive around in this mess, okay? Yeah, and stay safe. Don't have a choice. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. No. He's got to work. Sure. Guy's got to oh. work. Oh, Steve. What a sweetheart. Oh, he's just playing with you. You know that. Because he knows you don't like when people don't like you. It's a hard pill to swallow. No, I have. A, I have he, he's long been my nemesis on the show. He's hated me since day one, and that's okay. When you realize we're all ice cream flavors, Ron's at an ice cream store, and he doesn't like my flavor. I'm Rocky Road. Rocky Road. And he Road. doesn't like it. I'm sorry. What are you, those? Donna? What flavor? We oh. don't have a person who calls in con- uh, consistently hating donna yeah but i am tutti fruity oh you're tutti i would say strawberry cheesecake oh thanks (laughs) or watermelon sugar what about neapolitan a little bit of everything which i loved as a kid i think those three flavors really go well together yeah i'm chocolate peanut butter by the way oh yes you are that sounds like something you'd have to go to Cold Stone Creamery to get. You know what? There is a low-calorie one that you can get at Target from Archer Farms. It comes in a little pint, and the whole pint is 160 calories. Oh! So if you just have... No what I way. do is I just take a few spoonfuls a day. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a few huh. calories. It also has like 14 grams of protein. So Whoa. it's actually a the meal. peanut butter. Yeah. Queen. Yes, queen. Girl after my own heart. I'm going to look for that, actually. Oh, it's so good. Wow. It's usually a lot of people grab it up, though. Oh. oh, they do. But there are so many good flavors that are low calorie. Good to know. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Well, that kicked things off. You know, speaking of flavors... I heard about a flavor that I don't think would work well. 
Last year, Kellogg's released an Elf on the Shelf cereal. Oh. Apparently, people like the idea of that. Sure. A lot of people have adopted these elves into their families. So the kids are like, oh, great, there's the elf. And now I get to eat the cereal that is Elf on the Shelf cereal. The original flavor makes good sense to me. Sugar cookie flavored cereal pieces with marshmallows. The new flavor seems really bad to me. Oh. Candy cane cookie flavored pieces with marshmallows. Oh, I think it sounds good. Oh, I think it sounds good too. Yeah, I, I do. Well, I love candy canes, but I, I do don't not feel like, like mint in milk would work well. Oh, yes, it would. Have you ever had that kind of creamer in your coffee? Like yeah. peppermint mocha? Oh, yeah, I don't like it. Oh, uh, we do. Don't you like a candy cane cookie? Yes. No. Yes, queen. Put me down, put me down, queen. <laughs> Put me down for yes, Creed. That's what I hear my kids doing, running through the house. I love the gravel. Yeah. They... Anyway. All right. Well, that's all right. Good if to you know. don't like that, which yeah. I don't, but you do, how about Kentucky Fried Chicken selling a new popcorn chicken slab sandwich, shareable, <gasps> in Australia? Oh, thanks. But it might start there and come here. You never know. Oh, I the love this idea. The sandwich features popcorn chicken nestled between two halves of nestled. six connected dinner rolls. No. Along with cheese and barbecue sauce. I could tell you what my problem with it is. Barbecue sauce. Too much bread. Oh, Because if the Donna. chicken's breaded, then you're putting bread on bread and just, it's a Donna, lot of bread. Have you ever made ham and cheese uh, sliders on Yes. King's Hawaiian rolls. Yes, so good. You slice that entire King's Hawaiian roll Mm -hmm. into the top from the bottom. Mm -hmm. Ham, cheese, a little olive oil. uh, Maybe there's like some, I don't know if it's something, a little mustard in there. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. You could do that with, you could make Rachel's or, um, is that what you call them? Rachel's? They're the turkey ones. Oh. Not the Reuben, but the Rachel. You can do that. Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. They're so good. Yeah, but that's different. That's not bread on bread true i know i was just thinking oh about you bread. just saw something shiny in and the, well the picture of this it looks like yeah. they look like hawaiian rolls kind of little individual oh, rolls that I you could see. just peel apart get it for the whole family i like the sharing i think that's cute wouldn't it be cool if they just had a one sandwich that was kind of that you could it had sort of a perforation in it and you could yeah do that just, just rip two it people i like that perforation that doesn't Perforated. look good, you guys. You don't think so? No. I just am hungry right now, so it looks good. I am hungry right I now. I get it. I am hungry. I wonder if we could have ham and cheese sliders tonight. Oh, why didn't you make that for your wife and the children? Would mm-hmm. they like it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He just doesn't want to do it. Oh, Come on. I would do it. You strike me as a guy who wears an apron in the kitchen. Donna, what are you implying? That you're a guy who wears an apron in the kitchen. Nope, not an apron guy. Not okay, an apron all right, guy. that's good. We did a great pork segment that we did yesterday. It's going to air next week on Twin Cities Live. Next week is Pork Week on Kicking out with Steve Patterson. Oh, man. There was a guy who had two smokers <laughs> behind him. We did ribs, but guess what? Look. Not like barbecue ribs. Instead, it was he smoked the ribs, but they were then Italian flavored. 
Like there was Italian seasoning on them. There was a, a white sauce oh. that was on them. There was, what? oh gosh, it wasn't basil. It was, oh, something else at the end. It was, v- I mean, like an eye-opening ex- experiment with ribs. And his point was, you don't just have to do barbecue flavors. Right. Pork is pork. Push it in whatever direction you want it to go. You got it. Oh, that sounds interesting. I'd like to try that. Me too. I'm going to go get a snack now. Okay, no. we're going to come back. You can go get a snack. Um, Dawn has some tips for distance, distance learning for parents when we come back. And if you haven't already gotten your flu shot, Steve's going to tell you what you need to do before you do that. Coming up next when we get tipsy on my talk. Hey, y'all. Hi. Hi. It's Gray. We're here to make you feel sunny and happy. We're going to be helpful. But it never works. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. She really you, got scared. That's because that's she's been watching Bly Manor. Thirsty. Ew. Ew. My gremlin of a child. Yeah. She's into that, like, gravelly, grovelly. <laughs> and then the other one just stands there motionless at her bedside. Oh, God. Right. Are you awake? Oh, my God. Don't but do that. Got your Say, own Bly shake Manor. me. Make yeah. a noise when you come in. Just say blah, 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 something. You scared the right. crap out of me. All right, let's be helpful. Time for a tip. Yeah. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Clap, clap. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Clap, clap. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Clap, 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 clap. Laser noises. <laughs> I haven't gotten a flu shot yet this year. Are you going to? I am going to. They gave them out for free at our work just a couple days ago. Yep. Yeah, I was told I shouldn't wait. <laughs> oh, because you've already yeah. been always had issues. Oh, yeah. You're our Wuhan bat. And we love you. And we love you through <laughs> yes, it. Yes. We love you through it. But you to are... wait after Halloween, my doctor said, just to be oh. safe. Donna, what's your excuse? I got one. Oh. Yeah. When? The day they did it. Yeah, I made an appointment. That day? Went and got it. Did you see any co-workers over there? I did. Oh, a little small talk. Who'd you see? Nobody I knew. Nice. <laughs> Here's a good tip. If you are planning to get the flu shot, haven't gotten it yet. Uh, we just had a segment on Twin Cities Live yesterday. A nurse saying, get your flu shot. It is so important. It's always important. And by the way, people say, can't you get the flu from getting a flu shot? That is a myth. A small percentage of people who get the flu shot can react with a low-grade fever, some body aches, a headache that would just last for the next day. By comparison to what the full-blown flu looks and feels like, it is well worth the risk, and it's not the flu that you're getting. It's dead, right? It's a dead virus. I don't know how I don't know work. either. I, I don't, don't know either, why I even I don't said that care. out loud. Yeah. No, it's good. It could be true. I don't know. That's what people think. That's why they some people don't get it. No, I hear that's like getting a little bit of the flu. Some people actually get the flu from it. Now, do you do the nasal thing? or do No, you... I hear that's... It is available for some people. It's better than nothing, but uh, I believe... Again, I'm just going to go with Don. I don't know if it's true. I'm pretty sure, though, that they say the mist is not as... Uh, doesn't have as big of an impact as the traditional needle administered vaccine. Okay. I always do get a sore arm. Like, I can't lift my arm for yes. a day or two. Yeah. Um, it is an inactivated influenza. Uh-huh. They've been killed, so it can't cause the flu. Here's a good tip when you do get your flu shot Maybe to make it a as a... one. I don't know. All right, go ahead. You say words. Here's a good tip to make your flu shot as effective as possible. Mm. 
<laughs> She's already interested. I'm only at the set. Before you get your shot, make sure you get, oh, sorry, Don, a good night's sleep. Okay. <laughs> Studies have found that how much sleep you get makes a big difference in how well the flu vaccine works mm. because being underslept takes a huge toll on one's immune system. It does. People who average less than seven hours a night are three times more likely to get sick with the common cold. And less than cause. five hours, yeah. which is pretty much you, Dawn, yeah. uh, almost doubles your chance for pneumonia what when your immune system isn't at full strength you don't produce as many antibodies and that's why it matters for the flu vaccine too bad sleep habits in the week leading up to your flu shot can cut your immune response by more than half so you won't create as many antibodies and it might not work smash cut you did Mm-mm. okay good to know thanks steve Don, you smash must cuts feel- today yeah, a lot of smash cuts. I'm trying to save people time, you know? Yeah, good. We don't have time for the transition lines. Yeah. No. <sighs> We've got some tips for parents who are trying to do distance learning with their kids. Oh, um, now, this is, uh, you've probably heard some of these. Some of them I hadn't heard before. A lot of it has to do with the mental challenges that kids are going through hmm. and parents. You know, this is all different and new for them, especially little kids. They're used to their teacher telling them what's next. So they want you yeah. to create an environment where, first of all, they have their own designated space. For doing mm-hmm. their work, even if it's just like some milk cartons that you put a little tablecloth over and you put a little pencil case next to it where they do, they're on their laptop and their little netbook or whatever oh. they have. That's their designated space this, for this yeah, activity Yeah, we're in school alone. right now and this is yeah. what we're doing right here in this corner. And they say keep them close because... They feel a little lost, um, and it's hard for them to focus. So, you know, establish some boundaries with them, first of all. There's actually a digital learning pledge that's on this website, commonsense.org, and you can have them... Go, you can go over it with them like a little contract to sign. Like, uh, you know, because a lot of people are working from home, too. And these kids, like, want their mom. They're like, I don't know what I'm doing with this math problem. It's like, okay, well, a break time is this time. And to ask questions is this time. Hmm. So another helpful thing. With older kids, of course, you would give them like a planner, a daily planner for them to write down when their online classes are and things like that. For little kids, you know, to put up even like a butcher paper of a schedule of like Monday with like math at this time. Because they're used to their teacher telling them what's next and they know it in the classroom. But at home, it's all weird. Uh, Another role, uh, another thing is to cast them in a role as a work partner. (laughs) Oh, cute. Or a researcher. Yes. You know, so they stick to their tasks. Um, Older kids don't want to do that. You know, this is like things for little kids. Um, uh, Also, if there's any downtime, there are a lot of games and things that still involve learning during the workday. That's something else that that, uh, I hadn't seen before. So if if you could work in, uh, you know, them learning their math problems by doing Minecraft. Minecraft is a great video game where you build your own environment, and a lot Mm -hmm. of kids play it. So you could work in what they're doing in math with a game in their quote-unquote downtime. And I think a lot of kids right now, I I know MC's kids in particular, they get done with their schoolwork in about two hours. I know. And then they have the rest of the day, and it's like all of this malaise of just like watching YouTube, and it's just so tough. and. 
I just really feel for people that are doing this right now I and do trying too. to work at home. I oh. agree. I think if you find a way to make it fun in yeah. general, that's probably like the biggest to keep their mind active. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, those are good, Dawn. Thank you. Thanks, Dawn. All right, when we come back. Oh, sorry, Dawn. What? Oh, no. Don't tell her yet. She's not going to be happy. The the death of something near and dear to Dawn. Cats? What? No. no. Oh. Even closer. Okay. <laughs> it's next.